Hmm. Have you ever thought about what makes One Direction's fandom, aka the Directioners, so beautiful? Well, listen to this podcast and find out. <laughs> this is Fiercely Fandom with Duran, period. Hello there, and welcome to another episode of Fiercely Fandom with Duran Period. You know that podcast where pop culture meets fan culture, and I'm your host, Duran Dalton. Now, on this episode, we're going fan behind the fan account style. That's right, I'm interviewing two mega fans of One Direction and Louis Tomlinson. Hannah and Angie, they co-run with a few others, an influential 1D and Louis fan account. And that handle is at King LWT promo, AKA Louis updates. So be sure to check them out, posting all the latest updates on Louis Tomlinson and 1D. You heard me right. This episode is all about the Directioners, the Louis, and all five guys' fandoms. And overall, we're celebrating the 10th anniversary of 1D. So be sure to stay tuned, y'all. All right, thank you two for, you know, joining the Tilts. Fiercely fandom with Duran, period. I am Duran, the host. <laughs> Thank you. This has been a long time in the making because I feel like, you know, the, the two of you um, amongst uh, the One Direction fandom, the Directioners, have been super mobilized over the course of the last few years, actually. So I am very excited about this conversation we're going to have about one direct one direction in 10 years of one direction and also about the two of you being super fans of louis tomlinson so <laughs> i cannot wait to get all into that and i'm very much so intrigued by the fact that you know there are six of you uh, <laughs> managing that, uh, that twitter account so we're gonna you're, we're gonna t- dive right into it we're gonna start with um you hannah um i'm hannah I joined the account in 2017. I'm one of the three British ones on the account. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. And Angie. Um, I'm Angie, and um, I joined the account in 2013. I was one of the first owners of the account. Um, I'm one of the I'm two I'm one out of two of the American owners on the account. Got you. So let's get started. Let's let's dive right into it. Um, first question (laughs) no it's just like you know a little fun little question so you know one direction formed on x factor in the uk 10 years ago on july 23rd 2010 right when was that moment you realized you were a fan um when did it click for you like oh my gosh i love one direction and we can start with you hannah um i watched x factor when they were on it because just as a 10-year-old watching 
like reality TV. I just, I think I voted for them, but I don't remember because I didn't have my own phone. So I think I might have to use somebody else's. But um, I became a proper fan like online and stuff in 2013. Got you, got you. Awesome, awesome. And what about you, Angie? When was that moment you realized, oh my gosh, I love One Direction? <laughs> it was like around the end of 2011 to the beginning of 2012 where I was just like, you know, I was just on the internet and I came across them on like their little video diaries was like mm-hmm. the moment that I like, I watched all of those. Like I watched the whole X Factor journey online because it was like on YouTube. And it was like, that was when I was like, these guys are kind of cool. <laughs> so I may as well like join it. And then I joined um, on Facebook first. I was a Facebook fan first. Ah. Yeah. So young people do use Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why, but yeah, we did. <laughs> you know, like Facebook groups are, are very popular and I think we have fandoms to thank for that, right? So that makes that makes a whole lot of sense. And that's pretty much how I've become fans of a lot of like the artists who have come out of the last decade is by watching clips on YouTube as well. So I could definitely relate. That's definitely how I was introduced to, actually I was introduced to Little Mix via, um, um, Glee and then I looked them up on YouTube and started watching all their videos including from X Factor and the same can be said about One Direction obviously like I heard their songs on the radio you know you know here in America so I was in my senior year of college so that ages me I guess but <laughs> I, I remember like um, hearing like what makes you beautiful and one thing on the radio and so I was just like oh this is boy bands are carrying over into the the 2010s or 2010s or whatever we decided to call the last decade that I think (laughs) most of us want to go back to. (laughs) But yeah, like I was just like, wow, boy bands are still not only a thing, but thriving because, you know, that formula definitely does work. And speaking of the formula, like One Direction kind of broke out of that a little bit, um, right? Uh, Hannah, could you explain to me like how One Direction was different from other boy bands? I think the use of the internet by One Direction and by their team and by the fans was the first thing that was different about them to maybe the 90s boy bands and mm-hmm. the ones that came before them. Um, I think a few a few boy bands started it, but One Direction definitely went global fastest using twitter and things like that and i think that's what made them different from from before because i think most artists now use the internet to really share themselves but i think one direction were one of the first to understand that posting on youtube and things would help them grow yeah that makes a whole lot of sense and what about angie what do you think um kind of set one one d apart from the rest of the boy bands of the past and you know their contemporaries as well i think because we had the internet we could see like how genuinely or genuinely <laughs> how genuine <laughs> we are because i know with a lot of other boy bands we didn't get to see what happened beyond the like screens beyond the papers beyond like the live performances exactly. whereas like with one direction we got that personal connection with them through twitter like we got to see like all these interviews like hear them see their faces and see like how everything impacted them but we didn't get to see that with a lot of the older boy bands you know right 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 and uh would you say that 1d 
not in not in like maliciously at all, but they kind of like you know poked a little bit, you know poked fun at like you know like the '90s boy bands, you know like the in sync dancing, you know no pun intended, like literally dancing in sync with one another and stuff like that. You know they they poked fun of uh, fun at that a little bit in their music videos. Is that correct? Definitely, yeah. <laughs> yeah that was like one of their biggest things where they were like, we don't want to be like everyone else. Exactly. Exactly. Awesome. But I wanted to ask you, how did you all band together and create this fan account on Twitter, specifically, you know, King LWT Promo, um, also known as Louie Updates? What, how did y'all come together and create this fan account? I mean, back in 2013 is when I was like, I was in a Facebook group and me and a couple of friends were like, hey, we should, you know, make an update account on Twitter. So we did. And then it was like throughout the years, like people came and go or came and went. And it was like, it, I kind of, we kind of let the account get inactive for about a year or so. And then like, I came back to Twitter and I kind of just tweeted out on like my personal account was like, hey, does anyone want to run this account with me? And it was like, after that is when we started like, the team that we have now gotcha gotcha like we're all really good friends i think like there's definitely been like times between all of us where we haven't been able to talk because of time zones but right i think like i love i love everyone on the account like they're they're <laughs> my best friends oh and it does take a take a village um so Angie, could you tell me if, if you and hannah have ever like gotten the opportunity to meet in person and have hung I've hung out in person or if it wasn't for COVID we would have like we would have been able to hang out in March I was supposed to fly oh. to the UK for Louis like shows and we were supposed to have met but unfortunately, I'm, in, I'm meant to be in LA right now so. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm supposed to be with her in LA oh that is so sweet I am so sorry that you know the two of you can't meet yet but someday soon hopefully right yeah, the rescheduled tour date. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, COVID just pretty much ruined every everything. So, yeah. Aww. I met one of the other, like, one of the girls on, other girls on this account as well. I went to Louise San Jose show, and me and her both went together. We got in an Airbnb and everything together. And I think, Hannah, you as well, you've met some of the other girls. I've met both of the British ones, yeah. And then <laughs> we just haven't been to Australia yet for the last <laughs> So especially in Nat is just she's just vibing on her own right now. And so Angie, where are you where are you based at again in um in the United States? Mind I'm asking? in Virginia. In Virginia. And Hannah, you're in uh where in the UK are you? About an hour north of London. Okay, okay. And so you're in like you're near London, you're in Virginia, here in the United States, and you mentioned Australia. Are you also you also have members in Australia? Yeah. And in, in where else? L.A. Oh, okay. Yeah. So L.A., Virginia, London, and somewhere in Australia. Wow, that is amazing. Yeah, <laughs> it really does take a village. <laughs> <laughs> it, re it really does take a village. I always wondered, like, you know, because, you know, it doesn't matter how much of a, of a super fan you are, you know, like it is, you know, time consuming to run any um, social media account, any like popular social media account influential social media account uh, and so it's interesting to me that you know like there are six people helping to run this account and there's been people in the past who've come 
you know, and gone, you know, about their business who have also participated in running the account. That is so amazing. That is so amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely an experience. <laughs> do you ever like not to get into any like you know messy tea or anything like that but do you ever like argue about how to post something or what when to post something or what to post or disagree with a, a post I we have a very set way of doing things yeah. um, it's when Angie writes the date in American <laughs> it sends me because when we do it day month year and then she'll do it the wrong way around while I'm asleep and I'll wake up and just <laughs> times <laughs> <laughs> where like I don't know how to word something because like we do have a really big platform and it's mm -hmm. like I never want to you know say something wrong so I'll send it to Hannah first I'll be like hey can you make sure I didn't misspell anything <laughs> yeah like period editing yeah absolutely awesome awesome good that's good um so we're gonna get into our next part of the interview we're going to talk a little bit about like some of the the debates via the tilt that you all have participated in which i personally appreciate um <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of the first may um mega ones you know like around a time where you know louie and liam were starting to you know bubble up from going solo you know like their music was starting to rise up as solo artists um the the band had just went on hiatus in 2016 it's one of the, actually like the first things i covered here at the tilt you know 1d's hiatus and in 2018 i, I, I believe by 2018 louis and liam were the last two to not release a debut album yet and so i did that poll like whose debut album are you are you anticipating the most and louis won that one with 62.5 percent of the vote however you know like you all you directioners are very very much so mobilized so even though louis won that you know liam still brought in like a lot of votes as well and i wanted to ask you um with that being said um what was your favorite poll to participate in and why um i think it was was it a fan army one last year Yes, so there were multiple people, and then it kind of ended up with this face off of two. Yes, we yes. won it. <laughs> that yeah. one that was um, 2019 um, Ultimate Fan Army, and it came down. That's another one that came down between um, two former One Direction members. Well, I shouldn't say former One Direction members, but you know they're embarking on their solo careers right now. It came down between the, the Harry's and the, the, the Louis and, um, you Louis won it. And it was a very, it was a very tight, tight race. I believe you won that one with 50.2% of the vote. And with that one, we also did a, um, Louis X Harry's voting party, hashtag Louis X Harry's voting party, voting party, excuse me. Um, what was it like to participate in that? Because you were definitely one of the most influential fan accounts to participate. What was that like for you? We can start with you, um, Angie. I think with, I feel like it's, Louis are very, very dedicated with voting. Mm -hmm. It's been shown a lot. And like, sometimes it gets hard sometimes because a lot of people don't want to vote. But yeah. when, when they are motivated to vote, we... It's it's kind of fun because, you know, all of you and your friends come together to do this, like, 
together and vote together. And I mean, it's definitely stressful because I hate pitting them together, pitting them against mm-hmm. each other because it's, you know, it's, it's hard to do that, but right. it is, it is really, really fun too, you know, cause we'll, we'll do like reply with your favorite, like Louie moment mm-hmm. voting hashtag, you know, like that, that's so fun. It's fun to see like everyone come together and share content and, you know, it's nice. <laughs> I like it. I like voting. Right. And thank you. Thank you for getting that because it's, 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 yes, they're technically, you know, like one can like, you know, write it off as like, oh, you're pitting, you know, you know, two members against each other or pitting anyone against each other, but it's all in, it's all in good fun. It's all about, you know, like showing who or what you stand for and positively not, you know, like being wrapped up in like, oh, we're pitting two people against each other and we're trying to prove that this person is better than the other it's not about that it's all you know about like you know voting for your faith that's all it's about you know it's all meant to be in good fun and the thing about it is is like artists get compared to artists who are on their level so these artists are contemporaries in a sense you know you know there are they are somewhat contemporaries because you know they're around the same age and they came from the same band even though they can technically cover different genres of music but you know what i mean <laughs> in this particular case but this is about like this particular one was about actually like the fans like because yeah. you all have been so mobilized over the years like i definitely want to make sure that you get content that's specifically for you as well yeah. um and hannah um what was it like to participate in the 2019 ultimate fan army for you I think it was just exciting because it was so close because it was constantly yeah. they were winning we were winning they were winning like I'd wake up and it'd be suddenly 0.3 to them and we'd have to spam it and we'd have, <laughs> like we'd have to come up with some way to force people to tweet under our tweet just forcing them to vote right and um, so that we won and it finally worked out and it is so relieving when it works out <laughs> yeah. And, you know, when it doesn't, you know, work out, you know, which is rare <laughs> for the Directioners or any, like, you know, um, solo fandom that came out of the Directioners, you know, even though even though it's rare when it happens, when, you know, um, technically lose, I don't like to say that there are any losers because I think anybody mobilizing around something that they, something that they love uh, makes them a winner. Um, even when you even when you don't win that particular poll, you know, you are great sports about it, which I love as well, you know, so, you know, and especially if it's a, if it, if it is against, you know, someone um, with, who, who is a One Direction member, you know, you're, you're still in support of them as well, you know, so it, you know, like who will dominate 2020, Liam Payne actually won that one, you know, uh, against Louis Thomason. And I think that, you know, you all, were very you know supportive of that as well so you know you yeah, win some it, you lose some you just have to appreciate like the effort that goes into it from then the liam fans side of it like exactly. they're completely entitled to win one like it's a competition we're trying <laughs> exactly 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 so the the big one right you know you did all 2019 ultimate fan army you did 2019 ultimate band stance when it was about one direction and that was a very you know tight race directioners came up with 50 or excuse me 49 percent of the final vote so you you know almost won that one but not quite but the big one that you did win was uh, a categorical series that i did called which groups won the decade right 
you all participated in that over the course of less than a week and brought in millions of votes. And yeah, the Directioners won um, 1D respective category for best boy band of the decade. So what was that like for you all? You know, like that was, I think like the most recent one or one of the most recent ones. And it was at the end of the year, the end of the decade and 1D won big, you know, and I, I just remember like some of the comments, you know, being like, you know, we, the, the, the guys might not be together in this, in this particular moment, but we are together as a fandom. So I wanted to ask you specifically about that moment at the end of 2019. What was that like for you? I think it was, it was kind of really sad for me because, you know, we did spend a decade with these mm. guys, you know, yeah. like they might be on their, you know, hiatus, <laughs> but it's like, we have so many good memories with them. So it's very nostalgic to like think back on all the good times, you know, cause it, it was a really fun time period. I loved it. Right. Right. And what about you, Hannah? Wh- what did that moment make you, make you feel? I think it's just so impressive that they still win after five years of like not doing anything. Right. Like fans still want to vote for them to be the biggest band when some have been active the whole time, some are new, like, and they still win it even after five years of silence. (laughs) It's quite (laughs) impressive. It is quite impressive. And do you think that it, um, it, it helps that, uh, all five um, members of One Direction are now solo superstars. Like, you know, so they all have their individualized fandoms. Obviously, the two of you are mega fans of, of, of Louie. And so do you think that also factors in, like, even though, like, there's individual fandoms uh, for each guy that you all can still come together as one? Because you all are, for the most part, Directioners as well, you know? Would you say that, um, Hannah? Yeah, I think it's quite cool that all of the fan bases can mostly come together mm-hmm. to be one big fan base still. Right. Yeah. And Angie, what do you think? What are your thoughts on that? I think it's really, it's really sweet that we can all still come together after, you know, after the fact. The fact. Uh-huh. Like I feel like, I don't know. It's it's really sweet that even though that they're solo, even though that we're all standing different people, you know, they're all, they all right. came from one place. So we're all going to stick together and go back to that place. Right. Right. I, you know, I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm amazed by how you all come together. Like, like it was a very tight race between one direction and BTS at the end of the year, last year in 2019, but <laughs> one direction directioners, managed to win with 62% of the final vote. And that's saying a lot because there were millions of votes going into that one particular um, face-off within the series. It was a categorical series for, you know, each, you know, group category. And you all blew it out the park, which is amazing, I would say. Very much so amazing. So I wanted to ask you both, and we can start with you, Hannah. When 1D went on hiatus you know, back in, I believe, 2016, correct me if I'm wrong. How did that make you feel? Um, I think it was a whole year of just uncertainty on, you saw mm-hmm. the other boys kind of signing solo deals, and I was mostly just waiting for Louis. 
um, and then he released at the end of the year. Um, they did say 18 months, it didn't come, <laughs> but I mean, I'm quite enjoying all of them being solo and experimenting with what they want. And mm. yeah. And would you consider your fa- uh, yourself a fan of all five One Direction um, members, like in their solo careers? Do you follow all five of them? I follow mostly Louis and Liam. Got it. Got it. Got you. And what about you, Angie? Um, back in 2016, when it went on hiatus, how did that make you feel? It was, I mean, they really did. I thought it was just a break at first. And like, my mind was like, they really do deserve a break because they were mm-hmm. doing album after album, tour after tour. And it was just, it wasn't okay for them. And it wasn't right. something they should have like had to do, you know, like they, they did way too much in such a short amount of time. Right, they were being worked. <laughs> yeah, no, they were like recording on tour, like on the buses in the hotels. And it was just, it's so, I, it was, they really did deserve a break. And I was really excited to see what was going to come. And I love what has come. I think that like them as solo artists are, they're benefiting a lot and finding like who they actually are. Like, right. I love the new sounds we're hearing and, you know. They're they're obviously enjoying it. So right, right. And as long as they're happy, <laughs> you're happy. Got it, got it. And do you follow all five of them? I know obviously you're a mega Louis fan, but do you follow the other four four members of One Direction as well? I listen to like everything they put out. I'll listen to. Mm-hmm. Um, I do watch like an interview of each of them here and there, but I'm mostly Louis. Right. I mean, I love Liam too. I did see his concert the other night, his like online concert. Yeah, there seems like there's some some crossover with with the with Liam and, and Louis fandoms, and sometimes even like you know Louis and Harry's fandoms as well. So I love to see that. You know, you can say there's crossover with each of the fandoms, but mm-hmm. you know, um, I speaking of like you know the hiatus and everything like that. You know, like a year, maybe a year and a half before they officially went on hiatus, Zane left the group so i i don't i I guess he's like the one official like former member of one direction at the moment um what did that make you uh how did you feel when he left the the band before you know like one d was at the height of their success how did you feel when zane left angie um i was in english class uh at school it was like my freshman year of high school and i was in english class and my friend texts me and she's like, hey, you see Zane left? And I was like, what are you talking about? Zane wouldn't leave. And then I saw the Facebook notification. I, I was like, I cried in class. <laughs> but I mean, it was, it's good for him. He definitely did what he needed to do. Mm-hmm. And there's no, like, I'm not, I can't be mad about that because, right. you know, there's a lot of stuff that's going on behind the scenes that we'll never know. And we don't mean exactly. to, like, that's not that's not up to us to know exactly it should be about the music and the happiness right exactly like i'm like i don't understand why people care so much about their personal lives because that's not right we're not fans of their personal lives we're fans right. of them, you know right i i know for 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 me like i am a, I'm actually i'm a huge fan of 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 boy bands and and girl groups and so like seeing a member leave i'm just like sometimes it feels like it's not the same especially i feel like if the group did its part in making sure that each member contributed, you know, mm-hmm. like, 
you know, you can say like there's always like a lead or two leads that might contribute more vocally or whatever. But, you know, like I love a super group where each member brings something to the table, right? So it's hard to see a member leave or a group disband or go on hiatus, you know, because now that it, it, it's a, I guess it's official that their that moment that they were together is cemented in time. So, you know, it, it makes it a little bit tough, but I've, I've loved not only watching, but writing about, you know, each member's solo careers over the course of the last a few years and Hannah I wanted to ask you the the same question about you know Zane how did that make you feel when you know he left the the band um I think because I along with a lot of the other fans were so young at the Mm -hmm. time we were just like how could he ever want to leave but now because we're older we just kind of completely respect that if he wasn't happy he wasn't happy and he's completely entitled to leave I think obviously we cried age 15 um, <laughs> on the day but he wasn't happy and that's it's completely up to him whether he's in the band and I completely respect that he wanted to leave right so one of you joined the fan account in 2017 right yeah me okay and okay so Angie uh did you like lean on your your the the fellow members of this fan account like did y'all lean on each other you know to get through that moment I think it was definitely like a period where we were all kind of just sitting there like okay well what now you know it was we all came together and we just talked in our group chat and we were like I can't even remember the conversations because it was so long ago but I know it was it was hard on every single one of us and we were all there for each other a lot of people a lot of people were mad but I think like most of us were kind of just sad. Right. It was, I definitely went to them and we, we came together and we just, you know, (laughs) it was, it was definitely a hard experience, but I like seeing what he's become and seeing how happy he is, Mm -hmm. you know, like I can't, no one can be mad about it. You know, he he needs to do what's best for him. And I think that's the point that we all kind of came together and we were like, yeah, like, it's up to him. It's not up to us. Exactly. So um, we're going to get into more questions about each of the One Direction members. But before we do that, because we're talking about, you know, the Zane leaving the group and One D going on hiatus, I wanted to ask you, the two of you, and we can start with uh, you, Hannah, what is your favorite memory from those beautiful times One D were together? was together um i think when they did that whole day where they just live streamed for probably i think it was seven hours or something even longer mm-hmm. um i think it was for the celebration of an album coming out mm-hmm. that was pure one direction like it was just their personalities they was kind of talking about music kind of singing but it was also just the chaos that was one direction all the way through the night and that was exciting. And that, like every fan stayed up for practically every hour of it. Like I think it finished at 3 a.m. British time, but we still watched the whole thing. Oh, that's so amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and what about and what about you, Angie? What is your favorite memory from those beautiful times when D, you know, was together? 
I think my favorite was the Where We Are tour and just like how, how they were on stage, especially. And Ojo tour as well. Ojo tour was, I think their tours were definitely my favorite moments because we saw them on stage and we saw them interact with each other and how they were with each other. Right. And it was just so nice to see, especially like Louie and Liam together and like doing their little like water fights. That was so fun. It was just exciting to see what they brought to the table every night and like right. how they just kept going. My favorite moment is still the the story of, uh, no, wait, wait, the, oh, wait, I'm getting my music videos <laughs> confused with each other. Um <laughs> Ah, what is it? What is it? It's the, the one where they're dancing, like they're, you know, in the best music video. Best song ever? Yes, best song ever, yes. <laughs> I love <that. laughs> I love, like, the little ending scene. Yes, yes. Their best music video. <laughs> that is my favorite. That is my favorite moment, that music video. Yeah, I, th- I thought it was a very cute um, music video. And... and this, the movie, the movie, like, that went along with the music video. It was so, it was so cute to see. Yes, yes. And speaking of which, speaking of One Direction songs, I wanted to ask you before, you know, we move into questions about, you know, the other band members and Louis as well. Uh, what is your favorite 1D song? We can start with you, Hannah. Um, no Control and Through the Dark, I think. Mm. And, which, and which albums are those songs on? You're testing me. <laughs> <laughs> four I think maybe Midnight Memories <laughs> hey, I think No Control was four yeah and Through the Dark was Midnight Memories mm. yeah yeah I think <laughs> that one got me <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask you all actually like questions to like uh or like ask you to stump me like ask me questions about Wendy but I am not too sure about that anymore <laughs> you know it's like it's like we have this thing at the tilt call you know because my my pop culture knowledge is vast uh we have a thing called stump Duran that we you know include in some of our shows and I'm just like you know I was thinking right before we started recording I'm just like you know what I don't think we're going to do that for this one <laughs> <laughs> Because I'm going to embarrass myself, you know. Because uh, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be talking to One Direction super fans, so I don't, I don't want to mess this up. <laughs> and what about you, Angie? What is your favorite One Direction song? Um, definitely No Control as well, as well mm-hmm. as you know, um, what's that one? Um, Walking in the Wind. Walking in the Wind. It's not a fan favorite, but I love that song so much. Got it, got it. I thought best song ever was cute. Um, Story of my life and uh, what makes you beautiful, which I know is like, and one thing which I know are like the first two songs, but I was just like these songs are 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 nice. Like those are the first, obviously the first two songs and the ones that I heard on the radio. I was just like, who are these? Who are these guys? And so I, you know, I did my research, of course being the pop culture journalist that I am, you know, I was just like, you know, I'm, I might have aged out of this, but, you know, I've always like, you know, still followed what One Direction had going on. And when they went solo, I'm actually like a fan of their, like their, their solo works as well. Like all five of them, I, thought, I think have amazing like sounds and bops to their name. So I love it. I, I love it all. Um, and we, we're going to get more into that actually, because I want to know, you're obviously both mega Louis, right? Yeah. What 
do you love about the other four um, direction members? And we can start with you, Hannah. Each of them, so just go down the line, all four of them. I haven't really invested much time in all of them. I love it. I love that honesty. (laughs) I love that honesty. There is a lot going on, and there is a lot from all of them. Right. (laughs) So (laughs) you struggle to keep up at this point. But Mm -hmm. I really liked... um, Niall's first album and I like how What's that flicker? Harry expresses himself yes flicker yeah and I like how Harry expresses himself in his like what he wears and things like that I think mm. he's definitely grown into himself and I think that's really cool um and yeah I just think Liam's a lovely person <laughs> gotcha gotcha <laughs> And what about you, Angie? What do you love about Zane, um, Niall, Liam, and Harry? Um, I really like that Zane's kind of just doing his own thing. Like, I, it's really nice to see celebrities not, you know, put everything on social media, not, you know, just care about what other people think. Like, I love that he's just out on his farm doing his own thing, you know. Right. I, I love that. Um, Niall, I really also loved Flickr. I think it was such an amazing album and it brought back a lot of like his his song Flickr itself just gives me such a nostalgic feeling because mm. like you know, you can just close your eyes and feel so many emotions and it's I loved that. I also really like that he did like the little sound checks and meet and greets mm. because a lot of fans do want to meet them and like the fact that he had that opportunity was amazing. Um Liam, I love that Liam's tried so many different genres. I think that was definitely an important part of like him finding himself and finding yeah. out what direction he wants to go into. Exactly. Pun intended. <laughs> but um <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> but I love that. And um Harry's stage presence, I think I love it. Like I've seen him live a, a couple of times and he's a rock star, right? He, he his stage presence is something like yeah. it's so so nice and he interacts a lot with the fans and crowds and everything and I feel like that's so important because you need to you know have that emotional you know I can't think of words <laughs> but he needs you know you need to have that with your fans and you right need to- the emotional connection with your fans yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was with you I was with you the whole way um yeah I think I think for me I I I, I have to agree with you like I think Harry Styles is definitely a, a a rock star, and I I love I've I've been a fan of Niall as a solo artist since um, Slow Hands. I, I just like I just thought that song was so so amazing, and I, I just like how they both have shown off their skills as musicians. So I love that, and for for Zayn, I love that he went into the R&B pop um realm and he's been doing his thing with that you know he came out with his first song became a number one hit a chart topping hit um album relief topped the charts and um Liam and Louie I just I I I I love like the the versatility and what they're doing with pop music so um I, I love all five guys as well and with that being said, we're going to get into the questions that you've been waiting on. More questions about Louie. <laughs> <laughs> but we're going to start off with a very difficult question. Because oh, no. how can you sum this up, right? Um, but we're going to do it anyways, because um, 
I'm gonna try to do this anyways. And you, you might ha- hate me, but whatever, you know, you know, hopefully not. What do you love the most about Louis Tomlinson? We can start with you, Angie. Um, I think he is, oh, I could talk all day about this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, oh, so it's a good question. Okay. He's just, he's just so genuine and I love the connection he has with his fans. Like all the guys, like they have good connections with their fans, but I don't think any celebrity could compare with what Louie has because it's mm-hmm. not like he, he doesn't treat us like, you know, we're just fans. Like obviously we are, but he treats us as if like we mean something to him and we mean a lot to him. And, you know, he always defends his fans and in interviews. He like, he comes to his fans for advice. He keeps like, he checks up on us and he's just such an amazing person. And like hearing so many, like just seeing what he does is so exciting. And it's so hard to explain. It's just so nice that he gives such a safe space for all of his fans. Like, he cares so much about us and everything that affects us like his song just like you like mm-hmm. that i don't know if you've seen it but he his music video all like it was covered in newspaper articles talking about like difficulties and like what's happening in the world like yeah there's just so so much that, and he's so passionate about helping everyone and helping the entire world <laughs> if he could like he always donates to charities. He always shows his support. Like he did the Scala show with War, War Child, which helps all these children affected by wars. And he's doing another thing with that right now. Like as we're speaking, he's doing another thing with War, with War Child. And it's just so nice to see someone express their support about difficult things going on in the world because he does have that, that platform and he does have that money to do so. So it's, it's just so nice seeing how genuine he is, how much he cares. It's just, he is such an amazing person. <laughs> oh, I think you explained that perfectly, by the way. <laughs> and what about you, Hannah? What is that one thing you love the most about Louis Thomason? I was going to say the same about just how much he appreciates his fans <laughs> and how they've helped him and how he's going to help us back and how he listens to everything that fans say and takes it on board. Like some people may have social media, but they'll scroll past it and not care. But he genuinely looks into everything. Like if he's getting negative like replies, he'll think why and do something about it. And he'll message and say, what have I done? Like, how can I help? And then he'll grow from that. And I think so many celebrities or people in the public eye look at it and go, I'm fine. I'll just continue doing what I'm doing because I'm earning money doing this. But he keeps doing what he wants and what his audience wants. So he'll release the music he actually believes in rather than what would do well on radio or he will because he doesn't want to come across as fake. And I don't think he's ever come across as fake. Mm. And I love that. Mm-hmm. he doesn't try hard to be someone he's not which I find yeah really, it's really hard to see that in celebrities nowadays because right. you know a lot of people let that get to them and I don't think he has I think he's definitely stayed true to himself and stayed true to what he cares for and what he believes in I love that I love that so you're you're to, to sum that up like you're saying that he is very relatable to to his fans which okay. I love which is very important I think very key 
you know, these days to to have a fandom is to be able to relate to them, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, or to give, you know, the fans something to identify with as well. So I love that. Yes. Yes. And okay, so this is actually probably the tough question that you're going to hate <laughs> me for. <laughs> Let me correct myself. This is actually the tough one. Because you can only pick one. You can only pick one, right? Because mm. I remember this being a thing last year during 2019. Um, Ultimate Fan Army was the um, voting party that we did, like, I think the day before it closed or why not. Okay. But you have to answer with just one and explain why. Okay. What's your favorite Louis Tomlinson song? We'll start with you, Angie. Oh, God. <laughs> Just one? Yep, just one. Okay. Um, oh god, this is such a hard question. Because I have like I have my three favorites. What's your f- most favorite out of those three right now in this moment? <laughs> That's so hard. <laughs> um I oh my god. I'm not laughing at you, by the way. I'm laughing with you. <laughs> <laughs> such a hard question because it's like want me to go first yeah (laughs) Anna you go first (laughs) my favorite is Wolf because which is the like title song on the album because I mean firstly I think it's the best song on there but like secondly you can just tell how much he loves it like it's the most Louis song on the album Mm -hmm. it's so influenced by everything that he listens to like it's just like the video is so good it's so well produced he sounds amazing live it's just an amazing song love it love that answer (laughs) angie are you ready i think so okay so hard but i like off the album i think fearless is my favorite because Mm -hmm. It's just, it's so well produced and I, I love the lyrics and the meaning behind it. And I love the sounds he used because he did use like children playing in the background at the end of the song. I love that. Like that was just so, it was so cute. Um, there's no video for it, unfortunately, but also I didn't get to go on his tour live because obviously COVID, but seeing right. the, because he did do two shows and seeing the crowd's reaction to Fearless was so, 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 so cute because when he was singing like the little like chorus, they were like clapping and like throwing their hands forwards. And I just, I love that. Like, I love the energy that right. the song gives. And I do think it's such an underrated song, but it's so amazing. Yeah, Fearless Live is one of the best ones because I was at the shows and you can feel like almost everyone's chanting it with him and they do a like guitar solo in the middle where he disappears and then comes back. And <laughs> yeah, that's one of his best songs live. I love that. I love that. I'm, I'm, I love that you were able to pick one, Edgy. Uh, please, please <laughs> don't hate hard. me for that. <laughs> no, it's okay. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Awesome. Okay. So. I do think both of those songs, as well as Fearless, do show a lot more of like his sound and the sound like he wants to take. And right. I think that, that like, I love that sound so much. It's amazing. Love that. Okay, so now it's time for the big question. <laughs> I know I keep popping up these questions, right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, the big question. 1D, it's 10 years. It's been 10 years, you know, it's a 
we're celebrating the, the 10th anniversary of One Direction forming together as a group, right? What yeah. do you want to see out of this reunion? Um, and it, it can go beyond just like, you know, this anniversary, just this moment. What would you love to see from the future of 1D? We can start with you, Hannah. Um, I have always said that I want them to release Midnight Memories on vinyl on the 10 year anniversary it's the one that. album that I haven't got and I want it um I'd have loved a show on the 23rd but it's not happening <laughs> because of COVID mm. um what else I just hope that they talk about it really nostalgic and happy on the day and mm. everyone's like Twitter's gonna be a very nice place on that day I think mm. And if you're you're listening to this, you're listening to this on that day. <laughs> Perfect. I hope it's a good day. Me too. July twenty third. July twenty third. Uh, Angie, what are you um, hoping to get out of this? Out of uh, you know the the tenth anniversary of One D forming, and out of maybe even like a future reunion from One D. What are you hoping to get? I I'm hope hoping that happens. Maybe like not anytime soon i don't think it's like the right time for it but i think in a few years i would love just like a last goodbye tour because mm. you know we were we were said you know hiatus we were never said goodbye exactly. you know exactly. so i feel like a goodbye tour would be amazing in the future i don't i don't see them touring anytime soon but i right. think it'd be amazing in the future and i think for the anniversary i'm kind of just hoping for a tweet from all of them honestly mm. um I know there was speculation going around that they might all do like a group live stream, but mm. that I don't know. Um, but I think just like anything of all of them showing that they like showing, like talking about it. I feel like that would just be amazing. Awesome. Awesome. No one else wants a, um, one last, you know, you know, reunion, a reunion album with all five of them. Like no one else wants that with the I tour to like, go along with the tour. I feel like they, they, see, they never toured Made in the AM, so I feel like they should tour that. But it's also mm. like they have so many unreleased songs. I was thinking about this actually the other day. They have so many unreleased songs that they never made the albums. So I'm like, why don't you just put them together and put it on an album on the 10 year anniversary? I like, love that. I love that. That that would maybe they maybe they will. They well, <laughs> when you're listening to this, you would know hopefully what what Wendy decided to do. But you know, we can also hope for the future as well. You know. Yeah beyond this moment okay so you know we're about to you know wrap things up here if we we talked about the impact of one direction over the course of you know uh, of this episode but hannah and angie we can start with with you hannah um how would you describe if 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 1d was listening to this any member of 1d was listening to this how would you describe their impact if you could describe their impact to them on you how would you do that Hannah I think it's just crazy that I was what maybe 12 when I made my Twitter account and now I'm traveling the world going to see their shows like with friends that I've made through them that I wouldn't have met before even though they're my age even though they're like from England, they're all from different places in England and I'm traveling to other people's countries to go to their home show and all that. It's just so 
amazing that I, they've connected so many people, whether it's to talk about them or just to talk, because they are just my best friends. It's amazing. Oh, I love that. And what about you, Angie? I agree. Like, I feel like I've made so many lifelong friends. Like, I don't think any of my friendships are just going to, like, end because of Twitter. Like, I mm. feel like all my friendships that I've made, I'm, I'm going to be friends with these people for so long. And, like, being introduced to them, because we all have the same, you know, likes and dislikes, we all have the same passion for a band. It's just, it's so nice to think about. And, like, One Direction in themselves have brought so many good things into my life. And it's just, I wish I could thank them for it because they like, they have brought me a lot of happiness in times that I've really needed it, you know, and it's just, they, they are amazing. And, and like, I'm happy I got to live the experience of them being together and got to make the friends I have made. And like, even Hannah, like I, I love Hannah and I don't see us ever not being in each other's lives. Like, so, that's so sweet <laughs> like, I think I don't know whether they realize like our friendships aren't just constantly talking about them we talk about our personal lives we plan to meet up with each other whether it's for a concert or not like we are just genuinely friends we're just on the other side of the world rather than a school or something yeah and like a lot of us are moving in together too I don't know if they know that like I've yeah. made friends that like I'm planning to live with like I'm like it's so nice and we don't just talk about One Direction we talk about like I've come to Hannah about a lot of things going on in my life and she's done the same and we've been there for each other it's not just about Louie it's not just about One Direction it's about us as people as well yeah and having that safe space. One Direction and Louie Twitter is a very safe space when mm-hmm. you have your friends around you like it's so good when you have the right people and you follow the right people and you're friends with the right people it is a very safe place and it's and it's also very educational I don't know if they know that as well but like there's a lot of things going on in the world that a lot of people don't know about and I think in Stan Twitter and like One Direction Louis Twitter like a lot of that is brought up and a lot of that is talked about and I think that's very 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 important and I think like bringing us all together was an amazing thing OMG, I love that. I love how One Direction has brought this amazing fandom to, together. Um, like, I've learned so much about 1D, 1D through the, the fandom. Obviously, yes, I'm a, I'm a writer, <laughs> I'm a journalist. But, you know, like, it's, it's I, I love writing about 1D, not just because of all the amazing things that they've done, but because I, I, I know that the fandom is so amazing so positive so mobilized so together and I love that oh my gosh that is those answers like were amazing <laughs> were amazing like oh my gosh like I didn't I didn't I didn't realize like that it went beyond you know just you know the 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 the, the, the tweets excuse me um it's 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 like y'all become a family you know yeah because of one direction oh my gosh and you remain a family even though they're solo artists all five of them i love this i love it <laughs> everything that i thought was happening it has been confirmed pretty much <laughs> yes. a lot of friends from before they even you know went on their hiatus i have a lot of friends from that time period that i'm still right. friends with. like my best friend i met her in 2014 when they were still a band like we planned shows together and everything and like 
we're still friends now. Like I've had friends that I've had for so long. Yeah, I'm sure I either remember or was mutuals with Angie in 2015. Yeah. So it's been five years. I think I remember like, because I had left Twitter for like a year just to like get some, like do some stuff in my personal life that was going on. And I came back to Twitter. And I think when me and Hannah met again on Twitter, we like, we went back and we were like, was this your old username? (laughs) <laughs> and then we, were, we were friends like we were mutual so long ago as well it's it's crazy like thinking about that omg amazing well <laughs> there you have it uh listeners out there fans from king l at king lwt promo louis updates one of the, the the biggest fan accounts of louis and one direction they have spoken I think this is amazing how um, friendly together and mobilized the two of you are and the rest of the the Louis and Directioners out there are amazing. OMG, thank you all for um, joining me and thank you all for listening out there. No problem. No problem. Thank you for having us. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. Thanks for coming on. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Until next time. Bye, y'all.